Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Anthony Stoltz. Let's head to the 101 ESPN Celebrity Live. We're joined by our guy Jeremy Rutherford, the Blues insider with The Athletic. What's up, JR? Not too much, guys. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good, especially uh, following that win the other night in Vegas. And, of course, Golden Knights now in in, uh, town for round two. Did you have an opportunity to catch up with the former captain of the Blues, uh, Alex Petrangelo? (laughs) Oh, my gosh, guys. 19 years covering the team, and this might be the most embarrassing moment I've ever had. The Vegas Golden Knights are on the ice today for their morning skate at 1130. There's about five of us like in the front row, kind of looking into the glass, watching them practice. And uh, here comes a Golden Knights player, and we lock eyes. And I'm thinking, this is Petro. I flip him the bird. You know, I've known him since he was 18 years old, and he came to St. Louis. I thought, I don't know what got into me, but I just flip him the bird. The guy looks at me, freaks out, looks around to see what's going on who who the heck just split me off this wasn't alex petrangelo this is nicholas Waugh. i had the wrong guy oh <laughs> my god jr <laughs> were you overserved at breakfast today that's incredible yeah, overserved. oh it's so great so the pr guy for vegas i know him uh nate yule and i explained to nate oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh what just happened and so about 20 30 minutes later we're in the locker room and he goes jeremy rutherford nicholas Waugh. Yeah. nicholas <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Obviously, yeah, I, we told Petro about it too, and he said that's okay. He's French. That's how they say hello to each other. There you go. Uh, obviously, Wa was was okay. No, no hurt feelings. Everything was good. Yeah, he actually told me that George McPhee, I think it was, or Kelly McCrimmon, uh, actually did the same thing. Thought that he was Petro. Look, he's six four, and he's got a big brown beard. Looks just like him. So that's my excuse. Hey, you could be called worse things than Alex Petrangelo. Yeah, or sure. at mistaken for it. Yeah, that's incredible. That is incredible. Well, Jr. Live and learn, right, buddy? Yeah, right. Right. Keep the bird down. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> at least until you know the intended target. Look twice before you bird. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jr. Uh, a lot of friendly discussion, friendly debate uh, today on the airwaves, and the last couple of days really about the performance of Jordan Bennington. Uh, some people saying it's the best game that he's ever played as a blue. Anthony and I feel differently, but what's your opinion? The other night you saw that game. It's a pretty darn good game, but you've also seen him play some other really good games too. Yeah, well, here's the way I look at it. Something I've learned uh, over the years being a sports writer. You can make a, po- a proclamation, and then if somebody says, yeah, well, what about that game February 24th, you know, <laughs> 2021, then you just go, oh, yeah, that one too. So, <laughs> I, I think in the meantime, like the this game the other night, that was just absolutely off the charts. And, you know, so I wrote that this was the best game he's played since Game 7, and obviously you make the case because that's the, the Game 7 Stanley Cup, so much circumstance on the line there. But I will say we're in the locker room today, the Vegas locker room, and Barbashev said the same thing. Ivan Barbashev, the former Blue, he said, look, I've seen this guy play a ton of games, and I think that was his best since Game 7. Now, you might be a little biased if you're Barbie, right, because he got – he got thwarted by uh, Bennington twice the other night, right, Riv? 
Yeah, I was actually going to follow up with that. Did Barbie ever apologize for trying to run over Jordan Bennington <laughs> and, and remove his head from his body? Yeah, we, we didn't ask him that we should have because obviously everybody remembers uh, the play the other night. Probably should have been a penalty. Barbie got away with one there. But maybe he knew how Bennington was going to play the rest of the night, so he just thought he'd get rid of him early. Well, I never said I disagreed with the strategy. <laughs> I just didn't like it from a Blues fan standpoint. That's all. Well, that's Jeff Cortinall going in on, what, Jamie Storer, right? Yeah, You know what, JR, it was accidental. Uh, the fact that it changed the entire game and won us a series, that's just, you know, it just happened to be that way. That's all. Hey, listen, you, you say accidental, and I hope people are uh, remember what we're talking about here. Cortinall going in, and he gets uh, they end up getting the five-minute major and the Blues score four power play goals. I'll <laughs> never forget calling <laughs> Kelly Chase about that and talking to Jeff Cortinall. And, and Kelly Chase goes, Courts, statute of limitations, just tell him you meant to do it on purpose. Come on, buddy. Enough time's passed. What are you going to get, a, a Department of Player Safety? Well, let me take you behind the curtain a little bit on that one, JR, since we're on the topic. And here's, let me give backstory on this for maybe some people who have no idea what we're talking about. I think it was 1998, we're playing the LA Kings in the playoffs, the first round. We're up 3 nothing in the series, but we're down, I believe, 3 nothing in the game. Jamie Storr had been playing unbelievable for the L.A. Kings. So Jeff Cortnell told a certain player, hey, dump it in. I'm going to run the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the puck got Allegedly. To, uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, no, statute of limitations says yeah. I can tell the story the way it went down. And uh, puck got dumped in, and uh, Courts just uh, made sure to, oh, I don't know, brush up very firmly against Jamie Storr. <laughs> Their whole team went berserk, tried to kill him. They got a five-minute major for trying to kill him, and we scored four goals on the power play. <laughs> Marched out of there with a 4 nothing sweep. Oh, yeah. Riv, wasn't Russ Cornell playing for the Kings? He didn't talk to Jeff after the game. I think they passed each other and didn't talk. He told him not now, later. I don't blame him. I'm done with this. Yeah, so that was that was a playoff game where the goalie uh, got uh, you know, taken out of play. It's amazing. We you, you tell that story that way. We're all laughing, yucking it up. And of course, when uh, Bennington was taken out against Colorado, it's like you know what? This is a travesty against hockey. <laughs> Three days, well, Anthony. Don't the, you, that's the way it works. Yeah. No, I know. That's why I'm just. Uh, I'm saying facts. I'm saying facts right now. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford joining us right now on the fast line on 101 ESPN. JR, uh, a line I was really impressed with the other night, especially in the second and third period, was that newly assembled Thomas Buchnevich neighbors line. I felt like they had the puck in the offensive zone almost the entire time, every single time they were on the ice. Uh, did you by any chance talk to Craig Berube? Not so much about the line, but the fact that Jake Neighbors is fitting in so well there? Yeah, we actually had a guest reporter uh, down uh, at the rink today, Caden, and he asked that question about the top line and you know, I thought Craig Berube's answer was pretty insightful. He said that uh, he's liked that line here lately. You know, I think if you look at the uh, the numbers, the analytics, you know, those weren't overly impressive the other night, but that was kind of a back-and-forth game. But I think you're right. There was a lot of time in the offensive zone. And what uh, Craig Berube told the guest reporter today, Caden, he said, uh, I think having neighbors on that line and having that presence in front of the net is allowing Booch and Thomas to kind of do their thing. And, and he feels like uh, that's changed the dynamic of that line. And I think he's right there. I mean, they know that they're going to have somebody with that net front presence, and they can kind of do their thing. It's worked a lot better than it has with uh, Jordan Cairo uh, before they made that swap. Uh, JR, I know you, that you, you chatted with, or at least were in the scrum, when, when Baruby was talking about Cairo and how hard he's working. What, what other insights did you kind of take out of Baruby's comments on, on Jordan Cairo's play recently? 
Well, Stoltz, I think just the fact that uh, he continues to give him uh, kind of positive comments in terms of you're playing well, you're getting the opportunities. You look at the numbers, and Kyra's getting tons of chances. Five on five, he's one of the most uh, productive guys in the league in terms of shot attempts. We've seen the, the pucks go off the bars. We've seen you know the goalie come up with saves, uh, breakaways on Kyra. Overall, Craig Bruby said, I like his game. I think his reload, his tracking, his getting back to the D zone is a lot better this year but the pucks just aren't going in for him. And he said, just keep doing what you're doing, brother. It's going to happen. And I know it's cliche, but Craig Bruby reiterated, you know, one, once one of them goes in, eight of them are going to go in. So I think that's the way they're, the way they're looking at it right now with Jordan Cairo. JR, uh, same lineup as last game and the game before. What, I mean, up front at least, you know, did anybody ask Craig Berube about plans for Jacob Verana or what the young man could be doing to get back in the lineup? He wasn't brought up today, you know, but I think just in talking to or listening to Craig Bruby's comments about that situation in the last week, so, you know, they just want him to work. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, I think Verona had some comments the other day in the post-dispatch where he said that I can only control what I can control. And to me, I kind of read those comments and thought to myself, but you're not when you're in the lineup. I, You know, I don't want to pick on one player, but I can see what the coaching staff sees, Riv. Uh, you know, when you're making kind of hope for plays, you're getting into the zone and, you know, backhand and a pass into a tough you know area, it, it, that's just not the style of play that they want right now. And also, you know, he, he says that they need more work out of him. If he's not the one who's trying to, to score a goal, you know, if you're the four-checker, get in. Be the, be the second four-checker. I've heard you say that as well. I don't think they're getting that from him right now. They are getting it from other guys. Hey, listen, guys, it says a lot when you talk about the guy we just mentioned, Jake Neighbors, doing all the right things. Look, if he can do it, they want to see it out of the other guys. You know, Verona's going to have to do it before he gets back in the lineup. Jared, great stuff as always. Have a good rest of your week. We'll check back next week. All right, I'm flipping you guys off right now. All right, thank you. Yeah, at least you know it's us. Yeah, that was Marshy, Jr. <laughs> uh, for those that missed uh, why that's funny jr just shared the story that he thought that he saw alex petrangelo at morning skate today decided to flip him the bird a friendly bird and it wasn't in fact alex petrangelo oh was God. another member of the golden golden knights so jr one of the, oh. to his in his words the most embarrassing moment is a covering the team well imagine you work for the athletic a very reputable company <laughs> right. and jr writes like reputable work, yeah. like it's you know very good he's stuff. Been, he's been around a long time. Well established, and then he's just well giving the bird to a random player. <laughs> Go blank yourself. What does he think he's Brett Hull? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Jared's the best. Uh, at JP Rutherford, follow him on Twitter and check out his great work at the Athletic.